Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Uh, Minister of State and Limerick Fine Gael TD Patrick O'Donovan is on the line. Good morning to you. Morning, Joe. We want to talk about the potential of Money Point and what's happening with the ESB there for the entire Shannon Estuary in a moment. But a couple of things that obviously have arisen in the last 24 hours, Minister, one being uh, this uh, alteration in the advice on the AstraZeneca vaccine. Do you think that will affect the rollout and the speed of it? Well, I suppose listening to the, the Deputy Chief Medical Officer last night, it will. Um, there's no doubt about it and to the disappointment. But the reality is that, uh, you know, his advice is based on what Nayak are saying. There's a very, very, very minute chance of it being unsafe. And, uh, you know, we have to, when, when we're having conversations like this, we have to bear in mind a lot of people have received this. Uh, and I know that there's a temptation, you know, um, and... I have to, you know, and I, I no more than people are listening to this. We've, we're in really COVID fatigue now at this stage. Um, and every day is a COVID story. And I know there's, there's, we have to report the news and we have to talk about it. Um, but the chances and, you know, of, of, of there being anything um, majorly associated with this, the chief medical officer said, are, are very slim. But he has to err on the side of caution. Uh, and I listened to Professor Luke O'Neill on another station yesterday morning. Uh, and, you know, he said the same thing. Um, and he's minded as well speaking, you know, when you're speaking on, on stations like this, we're speaking essentially to people in many cases who have already received it. Uh, and many people are going to receive it because they're over 60. Um, so, look, it's not going to go to waste. That's the other thing that's important because people have rang my office and said, you know, um, is, is it going to be dumped? It's not going to be dumped. It's going to be used. So it's just going to be, the, the rollout is going to be reconfigured. Um, but there are going to be, there's 14,000 people today, for instance, who thought they were going to get vaccinated today, who are now going to be delayed. Uh, and that, in my estimation, is, is very unfortunate. Uh, and it is going to result in delays. And Mr. are you comfortable with uh, this target of 80% of us getting the first jab by the end of June? That, you know, has been well established. It's not something that, for example, the Taoiseach of the Minister for Health said just once. They're still saying that that's yeah. where we're going to end up. And a lot of people talking to us just really struggle to believe we'd be anywhere near that. Well, the last time you were on, I was on with you, you asked me the same question, and I'm going to give you the same answer, which is that uh, you can't forecast that far out. Uh, and I worked in that industry, and that uh, forecast based on that are, are uh, dependent on volume delivery uh, and supply chain management. And you ask anybody whether they're delivering computers or whether they're delivering um, products for food or whether they're delivering pharmaceuticals, Supply chain management will be always dependent on raw material input, uh, and whether they, you know, they're also going to be dependent on logistics. They'll be dependent on, for instance, um, you know, route to market. So there's a whole pile of variables um, that will be week to week dependent, and it is very ambitious to be forecasting out that far in advance. And uh, my advice has been within my own parliamentary party is always to give shorter term uh, forecasts. Um, based on what the companies are telling you within a week, um, maybe 10 days, uh, and then keep the numbers uh, to shorter term uh, and, you know, use the adage that I would have used in industry uh, when you uh, keep the numbers uh, conservative. Uh, in other words, when you under-promise and over-deliver, 
Yeah. Because you're actually dealing with people here that in many cases, when you let them down, it, this is causing an awful lot of well, well, that's, worry. that's exactly the point. I mean, I, I can understand at one level why people want to provide oh, yeah. that hope at sure, a leadership. I mean, you're, go, you're going on Joan Esch, and Joan Esch is anxious to demand, and rightly so. Um, but any time I've been on with you and you said, well, where are we, where are we? I'm always saying, I can't tell you that. Yeah. And I wouldn't tell you that because when it's, it's like delivering a road project or, you know, it's like delivering a, you know, any sort of infrastructural project, giving dates that far out in advance, you're always going to give yourself a stick in which someone is going to beat you with because it never, ever, ever comes in on time. Yeah. Because you're always going to have a supply chain issue you're always going because there's too many variables. Yes. For some, some cog does not turn and, at the and, same speed as think, everything I, mean, I think a lot of people listening to this this morning, uh, we're talking to Minister of State Patrick O'Donovan, will hear the rational explanation you've just given. But the confusion for a lot of us, and I admit myself included, is why the government persists with this 80% reference. Well, I've always maintained from the start, and I've said this from the start, that you go week to week um, and you always, um, on, you know, once you start the vaccination programme, and I've said this at my own parliamentary party meeting, is, is that you try to better the previous day, better the next day, better the next week. So you, 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 you demonstrate in on a trajectory, an upward trajectory, and you show people the graph is moving forward. Uh, but if you have a spot way off into the nigh distant future, and you can show people that your graph isn't going to meet that spot. That's the stick that people are going to beat you with. Uh, and I've look enunciated my views on your program and on other national radio stations, um, being criticised for it. But look, I've worked in this industry, and I know that there, are, when you have um, raw materials coming in from 20, 30, 40 different sources, when you have logistical problems, when you have weather. Uh, where, you know, for instance, trucks don't meet lorries, uh, lorries don't meet boats, for instance, where ships can get delayed due to weather, where there are a whole pile of different variables where um, testing um, raw materials can can um, be delayed. Things happen uh, in industries and, you know, people, um, you know, there are human dimensions and there are problems that will arise. Right. And people make mistakes and then it hits the news. Right. Um, and a company doesn't meet its deadline, and there's a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I think, to be fair, that is the clearest explanation a lot of us have heard of it uh, from within government And people so make far. mistakes. Uh, yeah, no, and, and I, I take that on board totally. The, the difficulty you're going to have is, I suspect you will be proved right here. Well, I but, don't want but, to be proved but no, right. No, I, 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 know, I know you don't, but, but I, I mean, in terms of what you've been saying I'm within your own parliamentary that, like, party, having I'm worked just saying in this, I, I know that, like, having worked in, in a pharmaceutical industry myself and having, having trained in that sector, that, you know, if targets are always going to be plus or minus. Like, sometimes pharmaceutical sectors will, will over-deliver and they'll come in way ahead of target. But, I mean, the whole world has a spotlight on a sector that, I mean, there are men and women, you know, working might and main, you know, churning out millions and millions and millions of vials. And they are, you know, to the pin of their collar and they're under enormous stress in factories all over Europe, churning out this stuff. And the, the pressure and the stress and the anxiety that they're under and the stress that they're under to churn this out. Uh, and, you know, so they're, they can't afford to make mistakes, but they do make mistakes. Well, well, it's an interesting thing. Um, and they have lives too, you know. And I mean, when, when they make mistakes and then there's big, big massive but, news stories, like, you know, yeah. we, ha- well, we, we have to be prepared to, for companies well, to do it, make mistakes. You, you'll, you'll be interested to hear this, that, that somebody, Jar, um, in hospital in County Limerick, has just been in touch to say 
Joe, it's a breath of fresh air to hear someone with intelligence speaking about the coronavirus and vaccines. 100% common sense from Minister Patrick O'Donovan. Common sense I haven't heard for a while. So maybe that's what you've just done is actually what people want, well, look, which is because I, 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 my my sense of this is that this 80% is up there in headlights so much. I'd love to see it happening. Yeah, and I understand I that. And, I, and, I, and I do just, get that. But I'm the point is... For, I'm prepared for the fact that it might just right, not happen. But, but the difficulty you have with that is that it is part of what's being used at the moment, understandably, to give people hope and maintain adherence to the restrictions. If at a certain point in the not-too-distant future it has to be said we're not going to get there, then I think people but are going to react I, very badly to that. But I'll tell you the hope I have, Joe, is the hope that I have is that every day I meet somebody new or I get a text message from somebody else, and I'm sure you do too. We all come across, every, we all come across a different person every week in our lives who has said, you know, I got the, I got the text message or I got the vaccine, and isn't it great? So we all come across somebody new every week that is being, and it's like a virtual release, and you can see this physical weight being lifted off of their shoulders. So every week there are tens of thousands of people literally being released from this awful thing. So that is the hope. So rather than being fixated on these numbers, and I know there is, there is where we are, you know, there's a temptation to be dragged in this rabbit hole. And I think that is a mistake. And I genuinely believe this is a mistake. And I think it's a mistake on behalf of the HSE. And I'm speaking as a member of the party in government. I think it is a mistake by government to be dragged down a rabbit hole to be talking just about numbers. My focus would be push as many people through the pipeline as possible every day and let today be more than the the previous day. I'm going to take a break because I want to talk to you about money. But but the, the funny thing about this is, I actually think that there would be a higher level of credibility in setting a 10-day target. Absolutely. Because Because people are are more likely to believe a 10-day target than they are a four-month target. And and the reason there would be is because every day has been more than the previous day. Since we started, if you look back at it, every single day since we started has been more than the previous day. And that, to me, is hope. But like this, trying to set a set of uh, headlights off into the future when it's set, you know, you're dimming your headlights, you're up in your headlights, you're dimming your headlights. That creates the, you know, the illusion that, uh, you know, the hope is dipping, the hope is rising, the hope is dipping. For me, all you focus on is the next couple of days and yeah. look back at the pr- um, previous few days. And every uh, day we have come through this, we have vaccinated right. more people. Remember, there's over a million given already, and, which is but, magnificent. But, by the way, Minister, I mean, do you expect to be roasted by um Fine Gael and at the parliamentary party meeting for being as upfront as this this morning? No, because I mean, if I was, sure, look at Joe, I mean, I'd be in and out of the oven every week if that is the case, because I mean, I, every time I come on, I think one thing you can't accuse me of is not being straight anyway with you, because any time you've asked me a question, I've always given you my version of it, maybe not the party's version of it when it comes to COVID. I mean, whatever it has been since the very start of this thing, I've given you one thing that I can't be accused of is not having my own view. Um, and it has not always been in step with the party or the government yeah. uh, when it has come to COVID. Well, well, sure, of course, you know, <laughs> as you well know, everything that goes on in the parliamentary party meeting, we all know about the next day anyway. Sometimes you know it faster the next day. I've been there. If I'm late attending the meeting, all I do is check in on Twitter. And if I'm actually delayed attending my parliamentary party, I just go onto Twitter and I get a full read out of it anyway. So it's, you know. All right, we'll take a break. We'll talk about something else afterwards. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.